Greetings in Jesus' name. We are again before the Lord and to be granted an opportunity to listen to His Word during this time when we are faced with the coronavirus and many of us have so many questions we are asking and especially as we see what is prevailing in other nations, our hearts are disturbed, our minds are full of questions. We will continue again looking at the subject of anxiety and as we look at the subject of anxiety, our theme again continues. We're looking at how to overcome anxiety and we'll be looking at this as our second sermon on this subject of anxiety. We turn to Psalm 46. This is where we are going to get our word of exhortation uh, for today. Psalm 46, the Bible says, God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way, and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. Though its waters roar and foam, and the mountains quake with their surging, there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her, and she will not fall. God will help her at break of day. Nations are in uproar, kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice, the earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see the works of the Lord, the desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. Verse 10, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. We'll pause briefly for a word of prayer. Our Father and our God, we are grateful for this time that you have granted us to listen to your word. We thank you, mighty God, for the reading of your word. And as we sit, Father, to listen to the explanation of it, we ask that be pleased to open our hearts, open our minds, open our eyes, take these truths, mighty God, and plant them deeply within our hearts that they may bring hope and encouragement and strength to each one of us. I pray also for myself that you grant me the grace even to explain your word. Be pleased, Holy Spirit, to be our teacher even as we turn to your word. Speak to us because we know that when you speak, you bring peace and calmness to our hearts. This we pray and ask in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So as we continue looking at the subject of anxiety, our theme is how to overcome anxiety. How to overcome anxiety. I want to remind each one of us that as human beings, we are accustomed 
to certain activities and these activities we do depending on situations that we find ourselves in. One of the activities that is so prevalent among human beings is that of singing. We do sing at different times. This is part of us as human beings. This is how God created us. We are able to sing at various times. We do sing at weddings. We sing at funerals. When we sing at weddings, the songs we sing are songs that are joyful in nature. And at funerals, we sing songs of sorrow because of the situation that we find ourselves in. Our songs therefore send a particular message. This message is sent in order to express how we feel. We either express how sad we are or we express how happy or joyful we might be. Every song we sing, we sing to show either our faith in God or the fear that we have concerning the situation that may be around us. So whenever we gather to sing, we sing to express our emotions. We sing to express our emotions. In the night in which the Lord was betrayed, the scriptures tell us that he had gathered with his disciples. And as he gathered with them, he broke bread. It was a time of the Last Supper. He was saying his goodbyes to his disciples. He was about to leave them and return to the Father. But before he could return to the Father, he was to go through suffering. He was going to go through death and death on the cross. The Bible tells us that when he had gathered with his disciples after supper, the Bible says they sang a hymn. He sang a hymn with his disciples. And it's probably a hymn in which he was even able to sing the loudest, as somebody has put it. It was not an easy moment for the Lord Jesus Christ, but he was able to sing with his disciples. As we turn again to Acts chapter 16, verse 25 and following, we meet the apostle Paul and Silas. They are picked up and thrown in prison. And the Bible tells us in verse 25 that at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. Suddenly, the Bible records, there was such a violent earthquake that the foundation of the prison was shaken or were shaken. What we see from these two passages of scripture that I've just highlighted is that these individuals in the passages were able to sing. The Lord Jesus was able to sing even as he was facing trouble ahead of him. The cross was before him, but he was able to sing to the Lord. The apostle Paul and Silas were in prison. It is a time when they should have been in, in sorrow. They should have been crying. But the Bible records that they ended up turning to God and they began to pray and they began to sing. What do we learn from these dear uh, brethren from the scriptures we have read? It's to remind us that even in times of trouble, we can lift up our voices to sing. We can lift up our voices to sing. And as we come to sing, it is one way we can overcome anxiety. 
as we sing, it is another way we can challenge the situation around us. We can be encouraged deeply within us. We can therefore overcome anxiety even at this particular time. We can overcome anxiety. And the question continues to run, how can we overcome anxiety? How can we overcome anxiety? We can overcome anxiety by joining the sons of Korah in singing the three stanzas that are outlined in Psalm 46. And I want to look at this hymn entitled, God is our refuge and strength. That is the song we can sing at a time such as this one. The content of the song must be able to bring us to that place that God desires us to be even during this time. When the people of the world are panicking, those who do not have a relationship with God are worried about tomorrow. They don't know what will happen next. The truth of the matter is that those who know the Lord can lift up their voices and they can sing to the Lord. They can turn to God and they can sing to the Lord. We understand that singing is very important to the human soul. It lifts us up and sets us at a place where we ought to be. The content of the songs we sing matter. So as we come to sing with the sons of Korah from Psalm 46, there are three stanzas that we will look at and we can join them in singing these stanzas so that we can overcome anxiety that is growing up in within us. The first stanza is that we must be able to sing concerning the confidence we have in God. We are being challenged to develop a confidence in God. The first three verses of Psalm 46. The Bible says, God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way, and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. Though its waters roar and foam, and the mountains quake, with their surging, God is our refuge and strength. That's the first stanza we begin to sing when we are in the middle of trouble, when challenges are around us. We should be able, as people of God, we should be able to lift up our voices and sing the stanza, God is our refuge and strength. This is the first challenge we see being brought out from the text that we have read. It announces confidence in God. It announces the strength of God. It announces the capacity that God has in taking care of his people. What we see is that God is ever present. He's an ever-present help in trouble. And when we understand that concept, it pushes away every form of fear that we might have concerning the situation we might be going through. Verse 1 speaks of God's omnipresence. 
and omnipotence. The God we serve is a God who is present everywhere at once. He is a God who is omnipotent. He is a God of all power. There is nothing that is beyond him. Coronavirus and whatever challenge we might be facing is under God's feet. He is a God who is beyond every situation. There is no situation that takes him by surprise. He is a God who is in control. He is ever present. He is ever present with us. The Bible tells us that his name, Jesus, is Emmanuel, God with us. So the presence of God, his omnipresence, must be able to bring encouragement and strength to all of us, even in a time such as this one. God is omnipresent. God is omnipotent. Rely on that. Dwell on that as we sing, God is our refuge and strength. He is the one we must run to during this time. There is no other safe place apart from God. He is our only refuge. He is our strength. We can count on God. We can depend on God. God is not like a police officer who is absent at the time when you are being robbed and only shows up when you call for help. God is not like that. Neither is he like the firefighters who don't show up at the time when your house is going up in flames. They only appear at the time when you call them. God is ever present. During the time of trouble, before trouble arrives, God is already there. And that's where the difference is. We may count on God because he's not far away from us that we have to call on him. The Bible says God is our refuge and strength an ever present help in trouble. Before trouble arrives, God is already there. So you can count on him. You can call upon his name. And because of that, we cannot therefore encourage ourselves in any way of having to fear. Why should we fear if God is ever present with us? Verse 2 says, therefore we will not fear. We will not fear. There is no point of us panicking during this time. We shouldn't fear because God is our refuge. God is our strength. Unless you are outside Christ, unless you are not a Christian, you can then begin to panic. But if you are a child of God and you have God as your refuge, you have God as your strength, there is no need for you to fear. You can depend on God. The Bible says, therefore, we will not fear. We will not fear. Ask yourself the question, why am I panicking? Why is there fear within me? Have you forgotten that God is your refuge? Have you forgotten he is your strength? You don't need to fear. No matter the situation, God is present with you. He is your help. He is your refuge. The Bible says, though the earth give way, and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. We shall not fear. Though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. There's no need to fear. What we begin to see here is the psalmist bringing out the things that we usually count on. The things that prevent us from falling into trouble. 
when those things are taken away, when our sources of comfort are taken away, the forms of stability are moved out of our way, we begin to panic. But we should not panic according to this psalm that we are looking at. Though the earth give way, and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, we shall not fear because God is with us. Though coronavirus makes its way into the world and it begins to claim lives, we shall not fear. The truth of the matter with respect to coronavirus and any other disease we may talk of, one is either infected or affected. We are all in this together. Some are affected, others are infected. All in all, God is present with us. You may be lying in that bed sick, either of coronavirus or any other disease, and you are panicking. Remember, if you are a child of God, remember God is with you. He knew about that situation and he will take you through. His presence will be there to comfort you. Though the earth gives way, the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. Though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging, we shall not fear. This is a picture of how the enemy sometimes strikes. He can touch on the things that we count on. The mountains usually speak of stability. We look at them and we know nothing can move a mountain. What happens when a mountain quakes? What happens when it is swallowed up? The things that we have depended on are taken away from us. That is the time when people begin to panic. But who are the people that panic? It is those who do not have a relationship with God. It is those who do not know God is their refuge and their strength. For those of us who have God as our refuge and strength, there is no need to fear. We are not to fear. We must be able to count on God. Remember, He is ever-present. He is with us in every situation. We move on to the second stanza. The second stanza speaks of the delight we must have in God's presence. We are not only to develop confidence in this God, but we must be able to delight in the presence of God. As we saw earlier, God is omnipresent. The Bible says in verse 4, There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at break of day. Nations are in uproar. Kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice. The earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. We must delight in the presence of God as we go through the challenges of life. As we are faced with the troubles of this life, we must be able to delight in the presence of God. Remember, God is omnipresent. The Bible speaks of the river. And we know that ancient Jerusalem, as well as modern Jerusalem, does not have a river flowing through it. But the Bible speaks of this river whose streams make glad the city. It's talking about the presence of God. It's talking about the refreshing 
power of God's presence. That when God is within us, he is like a river that brings refreshment. We cannot panic. He is a river. He's like a river that brings us to a point where we can sit on the river bank. And be able to enjoy the freshness. Be able to quench our thirst. Be able to wash away our dirty. God is that river. He supplies the freshness that we may be looking for. That's why we cannot panic when God is with us. His presence we must be able to enjoy. Verse 5 says, God is within her. He's not far away from us. He's within her. The people of God are with God himself. He never leaves them. He never forsakes them. And none of the people of God will fall. Because God is their help. God is their help. And when he lifts up his voice, the earth melts. This is the God we are serving. Yes, nations may be panicking. As we see in verse 6, nations are in uproar, kingdoms fall. And when God lifts up his voice, the earth melts. We learn that God is in control there. We learn that everything is in the hands of God. There is nothing that is beyond God. God is with us. The Lord Almighty, listen to that. He is the Lord Almighty. He is the omnipotent God. Nothing is beyond him. All power belongs to him. He's a God who speaks, let there be light, and there will be light. He's a God who speaks, let the, this disease vanish from the earth, and it can vanish. It is not about the preacher's voice. It is not about the prophet's voice. It is about God. It is about God. It is about God. When God raises his voice and he speaks, the Bible says, the earth melts. The disease can disappear. The healing can come. And it is coming to many people as they call upon him. They are able to experience when his voice is heard. And he speaks to a situation. It melts away. Imagine seeing the earth melting. It speaks of God. It speaks of the power of God. It speaks of the greatness of God. When God's voice is heard, the, the earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The Lord is with us. Let's delight in him let's delight in his presence he is with us the god of jacob is our fortress emmanuel is his name god with us whatever the situation remember god is with us remember god is in charge remember god is taking care remember god is moving according to his own will nothing has taken him by surprise nothing has overtaken him he is in control he is in control god is in control let us delight in his presence the presence of god brings peace the presence of god brings encouragement the presence of God gives hope. The presence of God gives assurance. It doesn't matter 
what the situation might be. It may appear as though it's going out of hand. Remember, God is with you. God is with us. God is with his people. Therefore, those of us who are believers, let us celebrate his presence. Let us delight in his presence. Remember, he is our help. He is with us. This is the secret of the confidence we should have. To know the consciousness of the nearness of God. To know God is with us. To know his presence is right there with us. To come to terms with the fact that before coronavirus made its grand entry into the world, God was already with us. This, brethren, should give us encouragement. It should cause us to lift up our voices and sing with the sons of Korah. God is our refuge. The Lord is with us. We can sing joyfully because God is always with us. Let's hurry on to the last stanza. This last stanza speaks of how we must dwell on God's knowledge. We must dwell on God's knowledge. Having developed confidence in God, having delighted in God's presence, we come to the point of dwelling on the presence, on the knowledge rather of God, the knowledge of God. What should be the fountain of your confidence? Where should you be drawing this confidence as you sing in the midst of coronavirus, in the midst of the challenges you may be passing through as an individual as a family as a nation what can you draw strength from where can you draw your strength from the fountain of your confidence ought to be the knowledge of God the knowledge you have of God in the true knowledge of God and his deliverance there is peace when you understand what God is able to do when you have the knowledge of God, it takes away from you all manner of panic, all manner of trouble. You are at peace, at peace within yourself and at peace with the environment around you. The Bible says in verse 8, come and see the works of the Lord, the desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. This is the God we are talking about. He's a God who is able to speak to the walls around us. And they are able to come to an end. When we look at coronavirus, it appears as though it's another war we are fighting. This God is able in his power to make this war cease to the ends of the earth. Not only in one particular nation, but to the ends of the earth. He was able to do this for the children of Israel. They were able to see the nations lying in desolations because of his greatness, because of his power. This God, brethren, as we dwell on the knowledge of him, what he is capable of doing melts away fear, melts away anxiety. You remain relaxed in your seat. You can watch news and see the headlines and everything happening without pressing the panic 
button, you will sing out that the Lord will make a way. The Lord will take us out of this. And verse 10 says, be still and know that I am God. It is that knowledge of God that brings peace, that brings tranquility. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Let me speak a bit on that verse. It's talking about us being still, coming before God with hearts that are peaceful. When others are panicking, you are still because you know who God is. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and watch me flush out coronavirus and watch me flush out whatever problem you may be having. Be still. Have confidence in me. Remember, I am the creator. I created everything and I rule over the things I have created. God is in control. We must be able to be still before him. And he says, I will be exalted among the nations. Other versions talk of the, 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 the exhortation among the heathens. So the nations is not just talking about the people of God, but it spreads to those who do not know the Lord. This God will be exalted. Who knows that through this coronavirus, many have come to know the Lord because they've tried everything possible to get this disease out of the way. They have failed. Human beings in their efforts have failed and we have eventually turned to God and said only God can deal with this and surely only God can deal with this and we've seen people calling upon the name of God crying to God because they know this is beyond them only God can do it it speaks of the God who is a God who is full of nothing but love for his people he loves the nations, he loves the heathens, and through a situation like this, God, who is a missionary God, is sending us to remember that he will be exalted even in the midst of this situation. As he arises from his throne, then people will know that this was but the hand of God. No other human being was capable of doing this. God must be exalted. God must be glorified. The Lord Almighty, brethren, is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Let us therefore dwell on God's knowledge. What is God capable of doing? He is able to flush out this disease. He is able to change your situation. He is able to improve your situation. He is able to change circumstances at his will, not at your will. When he decides to put an end to whatever situation we might be thinking of, that situation will come to an end. What matters, brethren, is the voice of God. When that voice is heard, the Bible says, the earth melts, the mountains quake, disease is flushed out at the sound of God's voice. His voice creates what it commands. When God opens his mouth and speaks, let there be an end to this disease, it will come to an end. 
there will be nothing that will hold back the voice of God. God is able, more than able, and we can depend on him. Therefore, let me encourage us as we close to sing to God. Let's sing Psalm 46. Let's sing God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though the waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. There is a river, there is the presence of God whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at break of day. Nations are in uproar. Kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice. The earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see the works of the Lord. The desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the fields, the shields with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. No matter the situation, God is with us. We can depend on him. We can have confidence in him. For he is omnipresent. He is omnipotent. Amen.